Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. It's Tuesday, February 14th, and this is now on HNN. A shooting on the campus of Michigan State University kills three and injures several more. Police on the hunt for a motive. Passengers on the United flight that took a sudden dive recount the terrifying experience. For a second, I thought, this is it. And an overnight traffic alert for eastbound drivers, where you should probably avoid. Plus, are you feeling the love this Valentine's Day? Well, wanting to spoil that special someone could cost you more this year. Casey Lund explains. These stories and more coming up on This Is Now. Aloha to our viewers in Hawaii and beyond. Thanks for joining us here on This Is Now. I'm Dylan Enchetta with Mark Carpenter. We want to begin with some breaking news that we learned of just minutes ago. Yeah, an aircraft incident at the Kona Airport. Now, this happened about 8.30 this morning. Officials tell us a twin-engine Cessna crashed off the end of runway 35, which is on the north end of the airport. The county fire department initially called it an emergency hard landing. Five people were on board and were told a medic attended to a woman in her 70s complaining of neck pain. No word on the extent of injuries of the others involved. A full investigation from the FAA is underway. This comes just a day after we learned of a near disaster involving a United flight leaving from Maui heading for San Francisco. We'll have more on that in a bit. And we also want to continue our coverage today with some other news, this time out of the Like Like Highway. Earlier this morning, there was an accident that left a 32-year-old woman dead after she was hit by a vehicle while walking on the highway. Now, this happened just after 5.30 this morning after the Burmeister overpass in the southbound direction. Officials said she was not in a marked crosswalk and she was pronounced dead at the scene. Now, at this time, police said speed, alcohol, and drugs do not appear to be factors in this crash. And the crash really jammed up the morning commute for Windward, Oahu. The highway was closed for several hours, but it has since reopened. The investigation is ongoing, and we are awaiting to learn more about the identity of the victim killed here. And national news, a developing story out of Michigan. Police are investigating after a gunman opened fire at Michigan State University, killing three and injuring five others. Jordan Burroughs has the latest. Students at Michigan State University painted the words, how many more on a campus landmark following Monday's mass shooting? It just needs to stop because this shouldn't have happened. It didn't need to happen. Authorities say the gunman, 43-year-old Anthony McRae, opened fire inside an academic building in the student union last night, shooting indiscriminately. We barricaded the rooms as quietly as we could, shut off every light. So it was just, it happened very suddenly. University police said sophomore Brian Fraser and junior Alexandria Verner were two of the three students killed. Last night's email said, um, run, hide, fight. Um, and that was sort of the moment when me and my roommates kind of realized, like, this is different. You know, this is like something serious. Campus operations will resume later this week, but classes at Michigan State University are canceled until Monday. 
If this is not a wake-up call to do something, I don't know what is. Officials say McRae, who had no known ties to the university, took his own life following a three-hour standoff miles from the campus. I know everybody wants to know what the motive is. Uh, we, we don't have an answer right now, and, and that's, that's the honest truth. According to state prosecutors, the suspect had previously been on probation for possessing a loaded gun. Officials say he also had a history of mental health problems. As parents, we tell our kids it's going to be okay. We say that all the time. But the truth is words are not good enough. We must act and we will. An emotional governor asked for prayers for those still fighting for their lives. Jordan Burroughs, CBS News, East Lansing, Michigan. Now, this isn't the only mass shooting to happen this month. Here's a look at where other mass shootings have occurred across the nation in February alone. Now, there are varying definitions of a mass shooting, but the nonprofit research group, the Gun Violence Archive, defines it as an incident where four or more people are shot or killed not including the gunman. And Tuesday marks the five-year anniversary of the mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Across Broward County, tributes for the 17 victims, which include 14 students and three staff members. Students at Silver Shores Elementary School in Broward formed a giant heart and the number 17. At 10:17, a moment of silence was held across all the county schools. Nicholas Cruz, the gunman responsible for the massacre, is serving a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Now some Ohio and Pennsylvania residents are finally returning home after a train carrying hazardous materials derailed in a fiery crash. Nearby neighborhoods were initially evacuated because of the health risks from the fumes. Of the toxic chemicals being carried was vinyl chloride. Officials have since ignited those train cars to get rid of the highly flammable toxic chemicals in controlled releases. One resident who returned home says he's still worried about the safety of the community and he recalled what it was like to evacuate. You know, it was alarming grabbing the clothes that you can, getting your animals out the best you can and have no idea when you're going to be coming back. Uh, we have four kids uh, ranging from two till 15 and it's a lot to try to manage and keep them comfortable and happy and also safe at the same time and keep your own sanity through the whole situation. Again, this derailment happened on February 3rd in East Palestine, Ohio. Ratner says he's still worried about his family's health and doesn't plan to use much of their water since he wants to see more testing of it, despite officials saying levels are safe. Now to an update on that United Airlines flight that came within 800 feet of the Pacific Ocean after taking off from Maui in December. We're hearing from passengers who were on that flight who say the weather was bad, rainy with thunderstorms when they were leaving. They also said the plane suddenly pitched up shortly after takeoff, nosedived toward the water before climbing back up again. But we took off a normal rate of climb, um, and then all of a sudden the nose pitched up pretty, pretty dramatically for maybe three to five seconds. Um, and at that point, there were a number of screams that were let out. I just felt like my stomach went into my throat. And I honestly thought to myself for a second, I thought, this is it. You know, I and I just I quickly said a prayer. It felt like a free fall type ride from an amusement park, you know, that you're just dropping. The FAA says it reviewed the incident and took appropriate action, but didn't specify what that was. United says the pilots got additional training after the incident. 
Well, you can add another high-profile name to the list of Republicans running for president in 2024. Nicole D'Antonio is in Washington, D.C. with the latest announcement from the newest presidential hopeful. And my parents reminded me... Nikki Haley made it official this morning. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. In a video posted on Twitter, the former South Carolina governor and United Nations ambassador talked about her childhood in South Carolina and how she was blessed to be an American. She also called President Biden's record abysmal and said the Washington establishment is failing Americans. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. The 51-year-old daughter of Indian immigrants is now the first Republican to officially challenge former President Donald Trump for the 2024 GOP presidential nomination. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Trump declared his candidacy in November, and several other Republicans are expected to eventually join the race, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former Vice President Mike Pence, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. President Biden says he plans to seek re-election in 2024. Nicole D'Antonio, CBS News, The White House. Now, two years ago, Haley said she wouldn't challenge her former boss in 2024, but she changed her mind in recent months, citing, among other things, the country's economic troubles and the need for generational change, which was a nod to Trump and his age of 76. Recovery efforts are underway after the U.S. military downed four aerial devices. President Biden and other top Washington officials have said little about the repeated takedowns, which began with a suspected Chinese spy balloon earlier this month. Three more unidentified devices have since been shot down, with the most recent on Sunday over Lake Huron. Pentagon officials said they posed no security threats, but have not disclosed their origins or purpose. And as the investigation continues, officials said there have been challenges in collecting the debris. We're dealing with some pretty tough conditions here. Uh, lake Huron, which is not a shallow lake, um, and the Yukon wilderness, as well as uh, sea ice uh, north of the coast of uh, North Alaska, um, and pretty tough weather conditions, let alone just geographically, just tough time of year. I mean, even, even off the coast of South Carolina, when we have been able to take debris up off the bottom from this Chinese spy balloon, um, it's been hampered by uh, high sea states just because of this time of year in the, in the, uh, in the Atlantic. Inflation is still hot, surging half a percent in January. That's according to the latest Consumer Price Index. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says annual inflation was 6.4% in January. While that's down from December, it's still higher than economists' expectations. The cost of housing, food, gasoline, and natural gas contributed to the rise. But despite the increase, inflation appears to be slowing on a year-over-year -year basis. Now, last week, the Federal Reserve said the process to bring down inflation would take some time. That could mean more rate hikes in the future. Well, a traffic alert for Oahu drivers. Some road work is really slowing down the drive in the nighttime hours right in the heart of Honolulu. Take a look at some of this video. It's so bad at times that even ambulances struggle to get through. Now, this was on the H1 freeway eastbound near the Punahou off-ramp. All of this because of road resurfacing work, which requires the full shutdown of the freeway for the safety of the crews. That work needs to be done at night 
just for safety's sake for our contractors, it, it really is. It's difficult to just have lane closures on a freeway uh, with the speeds that the, the cars uh, go. Kind of crazy. Lots of waiting. Um, everything's kind of like towards bumper to bumper when you reach by, um, like, I want to say the near Punchbowl off-ramp, like that area is where it starts. It's about 11 o'clock during a weekday. You don't expect it at that time because everybody would be at work or anything. But um, I get stuck in that truck maybe half an hour. Not that bad, but still pretty bad. Now, there is only one detour. Drivers are being rerouted to Punahou Street. From there, they're being directed onto King Street, where there's more lanes, but still not enough to fully ease congestion. The closure starts at 8.30 in the evening and goes until 4.30 in the morning. Now, the state says the full closures are expected to last through early April. Another longtime local favorite is closing its doors for good this week. Aiea Chop Suey is shutting down tomorrow after over six decades of business. The restaurant in the Aiea Shopping Center has been known for its crispy gauji, honey walnut shrimp, and roast duck. But the Lin family says it's time to say aloha. Oh, I'm going to miss all of my loyal customers. Very sad since we've been coming here so long and the flavor is great. Uh, the people are so friendly, the owner is so friendly. The owner, Lee Min Lin, said rising food prices had nothing to do with the closure. It's just time to retire. Well, this year marks the 30th anniversary of a Hawaii Supreme Court decision that signaled a new era of marriage equality. In 1993, it was ruled that denying a marriage license to a same-sex couple violated the equal protection guaranteed by the state constitution. Now, yesterday, state lawmakers recognized Dan Foley, the attorney who argued the case, along with Kevin Chang, the judge who presided over the trial, and retired Justice Stephen Levinson, who wrote the landmark decision. I went into it fairly naive about what the likely fallout would be uh, to the court's decision. In retrospect, I suppose, uh, given the magnitude of the social change that acceptance of, of uh, the idea of marriage equality required, 20 years was a remarkably brief time. Now, the decision sparked a national debate followed by many other similar rulings across the country. In December, President Biden signed into law the Respect for Marriage Act, requiring the federal government and all states to recognize same-sex marriages. And happening today at the state capitol rotunda, the Leading with Love rally will bring together supporters of the LGBTQ community. Some teachers with HSTA are promoting the event as a way to show support for equality. The event will bring together parents, faith leaders, and legislative leaders. It begins at 4 p.m. Well, Mark, it is Valentine's Day today. Yes, it is. And if you were hoping to buy red roses for that someone special, be prepared to pay even more this year. Just remarkable. The average price in Hawaii is more than $100. That is the highest in the country. The national average is $80. But Casey Lund tells us where you can find some affordable options. Aloha and good afternoon from Watanabe Floral. They are still going to be open today until 7. So they have some extended hours. They're open uh, 7 a.m. this morning and then till 7 uh, tonight. And there is still a lot to choose from, including Monty Pereira is with us. Red Roses, you, you ha you're going to have these day of, correct? Yes, we're definitely going to have them. We should have more than enough all the way up until we close at 7 o'clock tonight. The only thing that's sold out, of course, is pre pre-orders, deliveries, etc. Yeah. But just walk in until 7. Something will be available for you for sure.
are. Yeah, and you've got, you know, Red Roses, we, we've uh, done the story, and it's a, a constant. We have to be used to that in Hawaii. We pay a little bit more, actually, the most in the nation. Getting Red Roses here is, is not a cheap thing, but you have plenty of other things to choose from. Of course, that's sometimes the most popular, but that's a beautiful thing about living in Hawaii. We've got some uh, beautiful, beautiful things that grow right here in our state. Yeah, we have tropical flowers, tropical arrangements that are going to be available, and then all types of flowers, from sunflowers to carnations. There is no reason why you can't afford to take care of your Valentine this year. Don't let money be the object, because there's something from under $5 all the way up to as much as you want to spend. Yeah, I noticed we were out in the store earlier today. You have the pre-packaged gift uh, packages, really, at like $50 price point and a little bit higher. Uh, something for everybody. I I just want to ask you really quickly though for your staff for the team i know this is the big uh, the big day of the year what's it like for you guys i'm sure busy stressful but i'm sure it's also fun making sure that everybody has a good valentine well i think when by the time you get to today i think it's the fun part the, the stress is in the preparation once you get to today it's a lot of fun it's a it's actually comical sometimes because you see these guys coming in kind of clueless and then you kind of point them in the right direction so it's a blessing that we get to make people happy all day long oh monty Pereira, thank you so much for having us down here thank every year uh, always a pleasure uh, Happy Valentine's Day to you and to you. Uh, we want to remind you that Watanabe Floral open until 7. And you heard Monty. He says they can help you out even if you're one of those last-minute shoppers. For now, we'll send things back into the studio. Thank you so much for that report, Casey. What a lovely sight, all those flowers. Nice and colorful. And not to be judgy, okay, but... <laughs> If you have not placed the order uh, before today, I mean, come what on, that's got to be points off, right? You're going in day off, Just like a it's an bit. afterthought? Come kind on. Kind of. <laughs> hey, let's give you guys a live look outside. This is over Punch Bowl, beautiful Honolulu. It's 77 degrees right now with sunset at 629. But listen up, guys. First alert, some changes are coming to the weather at the tail end of this week. We can expect some severe rain, possible flooding. For more on that, let's get it over to Guy Hagi. been a very wet last couple of weeks so the drought monitor has been updated and it will likely be updated again with this more with this rain event coming our way abnormally dry conditions for almost the entire island of uh, Hawaii but uh, that will likely change mostly drought free for Maui County drought free for the entire islands of Kauai and Oahu and we're going to get more rain and because the ground saturated we could get some flooding conditions tomorrow Thursday and Friday especially Thursday and Friday kind of no matter where you are so for Kauai cloudy skies scattered showers, some heavy downpours through Friday. Maui County, maybe has some spots of sunshine today and tomorrow. And then on Friday and Thursday and Friday, you get that disturbance dropping in a lot of rain, maybe some flooding conditions. And uh, pretty similar for Hawaii Island, drier for them on the Kona side, uh, a long stretch of wet weather for the Hilo side. <music> Well, again, we are feeling the love this Valentine's Day, and one other way to celebrate is with chocolate. Now, if you're a diehard chocolate lover, you got to check out this new museum in Switzerland. Wendy Gillette takes us there. Pink one as well. Humera Shabir, who traveled from England, recently loaded up on truffles at the new Lindt home of chocolate just south of Zurich. It's been amazing getting to taste the chocolate at every point. So yeah, it has been lovely. The museum entrance features the largest chocolate fountain in the world, about 30 feet tall, circulating more than 3,300 pounds of chocolate. Although it looks decadent, there's no taste testing here, but there are opportunities to sample spoonfuls of liquid white, dark, and milk chocolate. Chocolate squares 
and the all-you-can-grab truffle room. Other areas feature a crash course in chocolate history. The museum covers the 5,000-year-old history of chocolate. That's, of course, a very long time. Some highlights are, of course, um, you learn why Switzerland is a chocolate country. You can taste a lot of chocolate, and uh, you can also see chocolate in the making. In a Willy Wonka-esque moment, a door swings open, revealing a lab where visitors can make their own chocolate bars. And if you still want more treats, the museum also has the biggest Lindt chocolate store in the world. Chocolate imports are big business in the U.S., which brings in more chocolate than any other country. The Department of Agriculture reports imports of cocoa and chocolate products top $5 billion a year. Switzerland exported over 430 million pounds of chocolate in 2021. And the U.S. gobbled up more than $80 billion of that chocolate. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, Kilchberg, Switzerland. Mark, of that money that we spent on chocolate, how much of that was uh, from you? <laughs> I, I'm a, I was mesmerized by that entire story right there. Uh, I am a huge fan of dark chocolate. Uh, and oh. so to think of, you know, just the fountain like that uh -huh. and just the entire experience and the fizzy lifting drinks that we'd even get to see, <laughs> all right, that I'm sure they have in the factory. Really I, cool. I'm sorry. I have to say, I, I think you're probably one of the few people that says they actually like dark oh, chocolate. I love dark chocolate. I'm more of a milk chocolate guy. But even then, I must say, I'm not that super big on chocolate. Like, I got to be in the mood for it. It's a very strong, strong taste. Dark chocolate, red wine undefeated <laughs> lovely wonderful hey um if you're not a fan of chocolate maybe you'll be a fan of this well, mark we're talking about just these dazzling combinations and this is something that's not red wine and <laughs> chocolate uh if you're in the crowd that loves peeps marshmallows to no end have we got a deal for you oh, introducing boy. peeps pepsi uh the soda drink makers is now infusing the easter classic into the beverage they tried this two years ago uh but only a few thousand cans were made this time, it's coming out in mini cans, 20-ounce bottles for a limited time. So, um, you know, if you just felt that Pepsi didn't have enough sugar or, you know, wasn't sweet enough, you throw the Peeps in there. Now it's an entirely new drink. <laughs> Another point of division right here. Do you like Peeps, Mark? I can't stand Peeps. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, my mom loves Peeps. Um, mom, if you're watching, I don't know if you're going to try the soda. Is she but... microwaving them? No, I don't think she's ever tried that. Because oh, okay. I know you microwave it and it's like a puffy right. marshmallow. And it gets enormous. And yeah, no, we, we never tried that. I Are there like different it. flavors of Peeps? Like So many. Okay, because so there's many. the yellow one, the purple one, the pink one. Uh, all just, you know, <laughs> chalky. And, Guys, know, we are, you're learning so much about our food preferences today. <laughs> but uh, for me, it's the texture. The crunchy with the and the sugary sweet is a little too much yeah, already on a whipped it. sugar. That's the deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's show you guys something cute now. Look at that adorable otter. Otterly adorable. Uh, that's how a New Hampshire aquarium describes Valentine's Day cards painted by these little fellas. Now, Living Shores Aquarium says the autograms will go to a hospital patient and also 10 lucky sweepstakes winners. Now, the animal shelters, uh, as you can see, look, they paint it friendly, oh, safe, man. safe to use paint. They kind of just let them go have at it in the paint. Super cute. The animal artists are five Asian small clawed ottered otters they're named harry teddy peanut jelly and suckle how cute animal safe red and pink paint was put on their paws and used in the creations and the aquarium says it might take the it might make the autograms a valentine's day tradition autograms i also know there is the tradition of uh 
uh, from local zoos. You can buy the uh, the roach and feed it to the the animals. Yes. For you know, in honor yeah, of your that, exes or whatever. That's where the Honolulu Zoo started, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you get either the worm or something like that, and you name it after either a loved one or someone that you'd like to forget. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I mean, look how cute that is right there. That is just adorable. Yeah. So so cute. All these awesome Valentine's Day ideas. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, we're gonna give you guys one more look outside, a live look. Again, you got your first alert coming up that some severe weather is in the works. We are going to start seeing some heavy rain, uh, I believe, by Thursday, almost definitely Friday and Saturday. Keep a close eye on all the models. Stick, uh, stay tuned to your first alert weather team here on HNN. Be sure to have your mobile news apps downloaded on your cell phones. Mark is back first at four on KHNL. Have a great day, everyone. See you then. This podcast is sponsored by. Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.